Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we are going to talk about a topic that I feel is very timely, especially as we're moving into this season of the year where we tend to get a little bit more reflective and start thinking about the prior year and maybe the goals and the vision that we have for the upcoming year. So today we're talking about how to get more focused and aligned while creating goals for 2022. And First, I'll disclaimer, because I know some people brush off the new year and this whole resolution idea, like, oh, whatever, it's just a new year, like you shouldn't need a new year to set goals, and to each their own, but my perspective is, yes, I'm always setting goals, like, throughout the year, and I don't personally need a fresh new year to decide that this is going to be the time that I really show up for my goals, but... I also want to take advantage of an opportunity because regardless of what you or I think about New Year's resolutions, there's this natural buzz and excitement and this like collective hope of people for the future. And I want to take full advantage of an opportunity where people are just naturally more pumped, myself included. So we're going to talk tactically today about how you can do this for yourself as you're mapping out a vision. And I think this is going to be really powerful for you. So before we dive in, I want to let you know, I decided personally, I'm doing business a little bit differently in 2022. And I want to share with you my perspective and some very tactical things that you can implement if you are a business owner or wanting to start a side business in 2022. And I really think you can benefit from what I want to share with you. So I'm hosting a totally free webinar, How to Rock Your Side Business. It's going to be hosted live via Zoom on Sunday, January 2nd, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, okay? So if you want to jump on this totally free webinar, I want you to text the word webinar to 512-548-2728. Again, webinar to 512-548-2728. That's the same number as my text list. Like if you get my pump up text, you can just text webinar there and I will send you all of the details. And Obviously, if you have any girlfriends that are also building side businesses or communities that you're a part of and you want to invite them to join, have them text webinar to that number too. And um, we will get you ready to rock with all the details, but it's going to be super fun. So I'm really excited. Okay. Now, that being said, let's get into the juice of today. We are actually talking about death for a second. And before you're like, uh, Keish, like you normally pump me up and get me hyped on the podcast. This is weird. I thought we're talking about goals and vision, all that. Stay with me here because this is not going to be a sad episode or feel really heavy. We're not talking about grief. We're just talking about how to reframe our perspective to make sure that when we're setting our goals or a vision for 2022, it's actually in alignment of where we want to go from a macro perspective. And honestly, I've been thinking 
a lot about how I want to differently approach my goals and my life and my business in the upcoming year. And part of it's from this like reverse engineering with the end in mind. And obviously I hope that like many, many years from now for both of us is the end. Like I'm banking on science to give us like a hundred more years or something, but truly we don't know how many days we have. So I would hate for you to have goals and visions and in pursuit of the goals you're actually not even building a life that feels aligned for what you truly say you care about, right? Because as we know, the outcome of the goal is never guaranteed, but the process is, and we don't know how many days we have. So we really do have to focus in on the pursuit. And honestly, I get it. Like, I know we don't like thinking about death because it freaks us out and it can feel really heavy, or in some cases it can feel really triggering. If so, I get you on that, right? But I do want to talk about death and the end from a practical perspective. So we'll try this on. We're going to make this a little bit more fun. Okay. So your life, think of it, like take yourself out of it. It's like a movie. Okay. We're playing the credits at the end in the movie theater. We're all in the movie theater together. Got your popcorn. Okay. I'm taking this analogy too far. You get it. Okay. It's the credits of the movie. Maybe your goal is that when the credits of your movie are playing, People that are in the audience are thinking like, damn, what a thriller. That was a good movie. Like I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Or maybe they're like deeply moved by your movie. Like, holy crap, I'm so inspired. Like what a beautiful story. Or they think like, what an incredible love story. Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe she did that in her life. Truly using this analogy, how did the movie of your life make people feel at the end when the credits were rolling. And really from that, like, how did you make people feel about themselves? What was your life actually about? And it's powerful to think about the end, like literally to picture the end. Let's take it back. It's your funeral. How do you want to be remembered? If you could craft the speeches of what your best friends And your siblings or your parents, your family, your coworkers, your community would say about you, what would they say? What would they say about you? What would they say about your life? And something really powerful is to actually visualize this, right? Like, look around this imaginary funeral room. Who's there? Because those are the people that the pursuit is really all for, isn't it? And I get it. Like sometimes a new year's coming, you're super ambitious. You're a go-getter like me. I get it, right? You're setting new goals. You're like getting pumped about where you want to go. You're like really excited, which is so freaking important. But as much as we don't intend to do this, sometimes we can lose track of what really matters and what we'll really care about at the end because we're so focused on getting where we think we want to go. And really, why do we set goals? It's because we want the feeling associated with accomplishing those goals or the feeling that we think we'll get by accomplishing those goals. And in some cases, we want the feeling that we think we'll get of other people watching us accomplish those goals. But when you think about the end of your life, like death, your funeral, that perspective, who's around and what actually matters to you keeps you rooted in what matters along the way. 
Because what's the point of rushing to get to that goal, setting expectations of a certain speed or pace that you want to go if it doesn't align with the person that you actually want to be at the end and how you want to be remembered by the people who you actually love? And I'm not saying don't have big goals or set big aggressive timelines to get to those goals and stretch yourself and feel like you're growing and pulling like, whoa, like I want you to blow your own damn mind of what you're capable of. And truly, I think both you and I have just scratched the surface on our potential, but I only want it for you if it feels aligned for you now and then, right? And let me explain this with like a little bit more of a practical example for me. When I think about the end, I want people to say that I inspired them. Like I want my movie to be inspiring, but also funny. Like I helped people see the joy in the little things and reminded them to fall in love with the process rather than what the process could produce. And they didn't take themselves or life too seriously. That's really important to me. Like I want my life to also be an example, like a testimony of what's possible for other people that are willing to go for their goals and their dreams. And I want to normalize changing your mind and taking away this negative connotation about changing your mind because I think growth is something to celebrate because we're all constantly evolving, right? Like I want people to feel that way with how I showed up. And honestly, at the root of this, something that really freaking matters to me is I want people to feel that I was present with them. Like I was present where my feet are. When I was talking with them, they felt like they were the most important person in the room. That deeply matters to me. That intentional quality time. Quality time is my love language and physical touch, which is why when we meet in person, I'm going to give you a hug and I'm going to be staring at you creepily straight in your eyes. (laughs) But, you know, John Maxwell, if you're not familiar, he's wrote a lot of books about leadership. He has a quote that says, success to me is when people that know me best love me the most. And I love that. Especially if you're like me, maybe you are growing a podcast or you've got a blog or you're building a community online or you're putting yourself out there on social media. It's just a good reminder that of course, as humans, we all want to be liked. Like we are designed to care what people think about us, even if we try not to. And of course, we hope that people think positively of us. But by defining success, by thinking about the end of how you want to be remembered, but also really raising the necessity to want to show up for the people who would actually be at your funeral, right? Who truly know you. That's powerful, right? And I do really think about this concept often. I don't know if it's just because death is on my mind a little bit, not in like a really heavy way though. It's really interesting, but I think about the end when I'm mapping out my vision because I actually think it's really practical. Right? Like, if I want to be remembered as someone who's very present, that means I have to be very intentional about not starting so many things in my business that it feels like I've got 800 million tabs open in my brain and I'm super scattered and just kind of frantic. And I'm like, ah, like I don't have enough time to do all the things that I need to do ah, because then I can't be present where my feet are. And that is how I want people to remember me. I don't want them. I want them to see me go chase my big dreams and do lots of different things and pivot and change and transition and normalize that change. But I don't want other people to feel like I'm super scattered around them, which means I can't go launch five brand new things at the same time. And I got to get really freaking good now at asking for help because I can't be in 8 million places at the same time. 
right? It's, it's like raising the necessity for how you want to show up for your vision, and your goals based off of how you want other people to feel, right? And what's interesting about that is, of course, you can never control somebody else's perception of you. But if you were to think about it from that lens, it is really powerful because in pursuit of all the big goals that I have, like I have big freaking goals in my business for 2022. I cannot even wait to loop you in on what we're launching for Shigo's company. I am so excited, but I've got to make sure that I've got habits in place that are making me show up for the, you know, the type of person that I want to be. Like habits like putting my phone in another room and not touching it when I'm having a conversation with someone. Like not having my phone out at meals, blocking off intentional time with people, maybe scheduling that phone call with a girlfriend, with my mom, with my grandma, with Sina's mom to have that present time, even though it would be easy to skip that phone call and keep on working. Because those are the people that at the end are really going to matter. Can you still freaking crush your business goals while also crushing your personal goals? Absolutely. But I, for one, want to do it with alignment, right? And I know you do too. In whatever way feels aligned for you. Because we're not the same person, which is what's so beautiful about the world is we all have different approaches that are going to make us feel more aligned. And, you know, another tactical example that you might connect with is if you want to be remembered as someone who's going to show other people what's possible, right? A lot of women, maybe you that listen to the podcast say like, I want to do big things. I want to make an impact. I want to leave a legacy. I want other people to say, because of you, my life's changed because you went for it. I believed I could. I borrowed belief from you. Like that's a beautiful gift to give to the world that I know some of us, maybe you feel called to give. Well, if that's true, girl, you're going to have to go first. You're going to have to start when you don't feel like you're freaking ready, when you're sweaty in weird places and full of doubt, wondering if it's going to work out. You're going to have to go first. There's no way around it. You can't keep waiting for the perfect time or the perfect circumstances to start that thing, to join that program, to launch that, to put it out into the world. You're going to have to be brave enough to put it out. Like Brene Brown would call it like your shitty first draft, like get it out. And then tweak as you go. If you want to be an example of someone who fully showed up to her life, right? And instead of trying to be perfect, thinking that that how, like somehow is going to protect you from other people's judgment, you've got to recognize that's a false belief. You're never going to be protected from other people's judgment. You're never going to be perfect because perfect is completely up to interpretation. But you're going to have to have more of a perspective if you want to bring people along on this journey of pulling back the curtain and being more transparent, right? So when you're approaching the vision that you have for 2022 or the goals that you're creating, it might involve looping more people in on your goals in a raw and honest way because that, you know, will give you accountability and more skin of the game, but it's also going to contribute to how you want to be remembered at the end. To really think about that, right? How do you want to be remembered at the end? Who do you really care about their opinion? And remember, you can't control what anybody else thinks of you, right? You also can't control if anyone else believes in you. That's your job. But you absolutely can reverse engineer your perspective and your vision. So this has been really powerful for me. And really starting to think about this as we're coming into the new year. So definitely let me know if this hit home with you. If we're connected on Instagram, 
tag me. Let me know that you listened into this podcast episode. If you're like, oh, that one was fire, like, let me know. Send me a little flame emoji. Um, But honestly, I think it's a really powerful perspective. And I will leave you with this quote from Mark Manson, who I just finished his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F, for uh, book number two of my 75-day hard challenge that Sina and I are doing. And he says, ultimately, death is the only thing that gives us perspective on the value of our lives because it's only by imagining your non-existence that you can get a sense of what is most important about your existence. Juicy. I hope this was helpful for you and I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.